What's up, professionally silly listeners? It's your audible boo thing, Amber Smiles Jones. Welcome back to the Professionally Silly Podcast, the podcast where we shoot the shit and we talk about true crime, the paranormal, and random ass topics that I find online. It's pretty much an audible variety show of awesomeness, so enjoy this. <laughs> Happy Black History Month, listeners. Now, y'all know my black ass has something to say about this, okay? This month, I will be sharing some interesting black history facts in the beginning of every episode. And honestly, I might try to drop some black history knowledge on your domes as often as I can on the show. Black history is also American history, but it's only discussed once, one month a year. Just one month a year. And it's usually the same information every year. So I, I want to drop some new knowledge on those sexy domes of yours. Okay, how about that? Let me go ahead and introduce you guys to my guy, Robert Smalls. He was an inspiration that many people don't know about. He was an African-American naval pilot, a politician, a publisher, and a businessman. Born into slavery in South Carolina, he freed himself, okay? Homeboy takes over a Confederate military ship in 1862, disguised himself as a captain, gets a pass because he knows all of their codes and all of their hand signals and whatnot. He rescues the slaves on the ship. Then he goes and rescues more slaves and their families. He escapes for freedom, runs for Congress, and wins. What? This guy is amazing. I'm not even done yet. In 2004, they named a ship after him, the first army ship to be named after an African-American. Now, this is a name that many people probably haven't heard of because they don't teach all this stuff in public schools, especially in private schools. I don't know what the hell they teach up in there. (laughs) But it is up to us to share this black history, which, as I said before, is American history with our children to keep these legends and their stories alive. Thank you guys so much for listening. Happy Black History Month. You know, my, my, my platform isn't very large. I think I'd probably get about, I don't know, 60 or 70 listens uh, per episode within the first week of me uploading my podcast. You know, I don't have a lot of subscribers on my YouTube channel. And I'm saying all this to say that I am not a large creator. I am not well known, but I do want to use the small platform that I do have to share this information and this education with you. As a black creator, as a black woman, I feel that it is in, I guess, (laughs) I guess it's sort of my job, but not really. I'm choosing it to be my job to educate those around me about black American history. But I've done that, so let's go ahead and get on with the show, shall we? It is that part of the show where I share with you what's going on with my life because I know how much you guys care. Uh, (laughs) I like to knock that part out first, you know, in case case I'm wrong and you don't actually care what's going on with me. So if you don't care, just, you know, 
I guess uh, fast forward. <laughs> so I'm I'm still I'm still hearing weird ass noises at night in my house. I I swear the place is haunted or the land it's built on is. I don't really know. I did promise my mom that I would not do any paranormal investigations in this house, but I am dying to break my promise. It is killing me. <laughs> you know, my cousin, um, my cousin Chris took me to this beautiful location called the Arabia Mountains, which is in DeKalb County here in Atlanta. And it's similar to Stone Mountain, but in my opinion, it might, it may have more history behind it. I'm not really sure. I'm still looking things up about that. So we went hiking and of course my fat ass was dying and, <laughs> and to add to that, it was uh, cold. It was cold. It was cold and windy as fuck. I almost put the word windy and cold together. It was coldy as fuck. <laughs> but I, I filmed some of the experience there for my YouTube channel and I'll edit it and I'll share it with you guys as soon as I possibly can. But I, I, I did bring out the necrophonic app while I was there and um, we may have been able to communicate with spirits of Arabia Mountain. Now it is, um, it, it is a large piece of land, Indian land, Native American land. And uh, there is a lot of history behind that land that I don't know about just yet. I plan on doing my research and whatnot, but I'm really excited to learn about it and to see what these spirits may have had to say. You know, Georgia itself, not just my house, you know, obviously, but the, the, the history in Georgia is amazing and would blow your pants right off. I don't know why I said pants. Should I have said socks, shoes? There's an analogy there that I'm just kind of blanking on. Something you're gonna be naked, all right? <laughs> but I um in other news, I did I did post a new video on my professionally silly YouTube channel and it's entitled I Have Ish to Say White Privilege Wednesday. Mm -hmm. That's what it's called. So I'm pretty sure it's probably demonetized by now. <laughs> Thanks, YouTube. But um, when I filmed the video, I had gotten wind that this woman who was a part of the Capitol building riots, Jenny Cud, which is such an ugly ass name. And um, <laughs> she asked a federal judge if she could take a vacation to Mexico. And guess what? That shit was granted. White privilege was at its finest when I read that shit. Okay, now because y'all know damn well if she was black, okay, not only would she not be on house arrest, okay, I'm pretty sure that they would have killed her already, but she damn sure would not even have thought about asking to go on a vacay, let alone get that shit approved. So <laughs> in that video, <laughs> I have ish to say, White's Privilege Wednesday, uh, <laughs> I threw in a, a little comedic twist as I vented about that bullshit. You can even say I summoned my, my inner Amber Ruffin to make this video. Yeah. So make sure you guys go ahead and check it out. Uh, click the thumbs up button and subscribe to show your support and be sure to click the notification bell. When I post new videos, you, you'll be notified. All right. So let's go ahead and get on with the show. Last week, we had a paranormal episode and we had quite the surprise for you guys because a couple of my listeners uh, wrote in and shared their paranormal experiences with us. I was fucking floored with the stories that they shared. And one of the listeners who shared their stories with us is, is very sensitive to paranormal events. 
and she she's been experiencing things like this since she was a child so trust me when I say you guys need to tune in to last week's episode if you haven't heard it yet I I I had no no idea that my listeners had such amazing stories and I honestly feel like some of you should probably start your own podcast shit (laughs) but you know now because the stories that you guys have yeah, they're amazing. They're amazing. That's what I'm saying. Maybe y'all should start your own podcast. Download the Anchor app and, and get on board, friend. You know, but if you don't want to do that, you can always send me your stories and I will put them on my podcast. <laughs> I freaking love the things that you guys share with me. And uh, it, it's, I thank you. I thank you for it. And I certainly hope that we get more stories coming in because as you know, This podcast does cover a lot of interesting topics, so please be sure to send them in to me. My email is at, excuse me, my email is itsprofessionallysilly at gmail.com. Everything is spelled correctly and it's down below in the show notes. This week, this week I have an interesting topic that I chose. And if you're part of the Facebook group, the Professionally Silly Podcast group, uh, then you know that we are going to talk about sleepwalking stories. Now, I posted a video on that page that I came across on Facebook with this woman who shares her sleepwalking escapades, and uh, she she pretty much has security cameras in her home and sometimes decides to share video footage of her sleepwalking experiences. And let me just tell you that they are fucking hilarious. Okay, so I asked, uh, I asked my group members if I should do an episode on sleepwalking and they said yes. So here we are. Here, here, here the fuck we are. So before we get started, I also want to go ahead and take the time to remind you guys that uh, once again, if you have any more interesting topics that you or someone you know have experienced, including sleepwalking, please go ahead and send them in. I would love, 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 love to uh, to hear from you guys and have you be a part of the show. Maybe you have a funny story about your pet, your neighbor, your coworker, or maybe you got a Karen story. I don't know. Send them in. I need to make a Karen episode. I need to do that. I don't know why I haven't done that yet. This is professionally silly, damn it. I should have like 17 Karen stories by now. <laughs> Karen episodes by now. I'm, I'm going to work on that. Also, if you have a suggestion for the episode, for an episode of this podcast, send them in. Once again, the email is itsprofessionallysilly at gmail.com. If you want to support this podcast, and I'm hoping that you do, all you have to do is leave the Professionally Silly Podcast a five-star and written review on Apple Podcast or whichever podcast platform that you're using. I feel like I said podcast like 18,000 times. Now, and the reason I like, um, I ask for you to leave reviews on Apple Podcasts is because their reviews, they really seem to hold the most weight. Uh, and for some reason, not every podcast platform has the option for you to leave a review, but Apple does. So pretty, pretty please do that. Also, please don't forget to check out the uh, podcast Twitter and Instagram page at It's Pro Silly. Please feel free to reach out to me and other Pro Silly listeners in our new Facebook group, our Facebook group page, the Professionally Silly Podcast group, when we discuss any episodes that you want, old or new, because I freaking love talking with you guys. Okay. So now that we got all of that out of the way, let's go ahead and dive into these sleepwalking stories. What do you say? I guess you don't really have an option here. I'm going to go ahead and get started. (laughs) 
let's go ahead and talk a little bit about what sleepwalking is before we get to these stories. Now, sleepwalking is when someone gets up and they begin walking around while they are asleep. It's said that it's more common in children and they usually grow out of it in their teenage years, but that isn't always the case. Now, according to mayoclinic.org, sleepwalking usually occurs one to two hours after falling asleep. It doesn't happen uh, often when you're taking a nap. Now, for some people, it can rarely happen or it can happen often. Now, it, it can last several minutes, but it can last a lot longer. People who sleepwalk uh, show many different symptoms. They can sit up in bed and open their eyes, but they have like this glazed look as if they almost don't even know what's going on. They are not always able to respond or communicate with other people. Now, sometimes they can have problems getting through the day because sleepwalking isn't exactly the best way to get your rest. It's almost as if your brain is half asleep which which means the other half is busy. Now that, that last sentence there is my unofficial definition because clearly I'm a doctor. <laughs> now sometimes when someone is sleepwalking, they can do everyday things and you probably wouldn't even know that they were asleep unless you were paying attention. They can drive a car, do uh, routine activities like eating or talking or just getting dressed. They can even engage in strange behavior like peeing in the closet, even having sex without being aware of it. But it can become extremely dangerous because they are not always aware of their surroundings. Now, there have been reports of people falling down the stairs or jumping out of windows. And as, as you can imagine, that shit probably hurts. Okay. They can say that uh, they say that it's, it's not safe to wake someone who's sleepwalking, but that's not always the case. But imagine, if you will, being woken up and you're not in your bed. That can be extremely confusing. And depending on what they're dreaming of, they can become violent and that brief conf- in, in, in the, inside of that brief confusion or even while they're uh, sleepwalking, okay? Now, sleepwalking is a disorder of arousal. Now, this means that it occurs during the N3 sleep. Now, this is the deepest stage of non-rapid eye movement sleep, N-R-E-M, N-REM. There are different reasons that people sleepwalk. It can be stress-related, physical sickness, um, if your sleep schedule is disrupted, and or sleep uh, deprivation, okay? Sleepwalking can be triggered as well hypnosis or certain types of medications, substance abuse, restless leg syndrome. And for some, for some people, it could be the things that they eat before they go to bed. And that's according to a woman whose video that I saw on Facebook, I believe her name is Selena. Uh, she shared a lot of her sleepwalking videos on her TikTok page, which is at Selena's spooky boo. Uh, it's the word, the name Selena is spelled C E. L-I-N-A-P-O-O-K-Y-B-O-O, Selena Spooky Boo. Now, apparently, if she eats cheese or chocolate, she can induce her sleepwalking episodes. Uh, Sleepwalking can be uh, genetic as well, meaning you can run, it, it can run in families. Now, Selena's brother also sleepwalks, and she's showing a couple of videos with him as well. 
but they they choose to share their experiences because it's actually it's usually comical for them but that's not always the case to those who sleepwalk so let's go ahead and get into these sleepwalking stories See, this first, this first story is kind of interesting because it does involve uh, a sleeping aid that many of us have heard of, and uh, that's Ambien. <laughs> Let's go ahead and uh, take a listen uh, to what this woman had shared about her sleepwalking escapade. I was on Ambien for about two years. After a couple of months, I started realizing I was doing weird stuff after I took it, and I didn't remember. Nothing serious that I knew of, but I would wake up with food all over my bed, or there would be posts I made online that I had no recollection of. I didn't think of, I didn't think it was a big deal at the time, so I stayed on it. One night, towards the end of my time on Ambien, I woke up in my car, I was in my pajamas, driving and crying. I knew where I was, but I had no idea how I got there, and I didn't know why I was crying either. I pulled into a parking lot and waited until I was done crying for no apparent reason, and then I just drove back home. It had to have been like 3 o'clock in the morning. I did continue to take the Ambien for a little while, for a little bit after that incident, because my insomnia was really bad and I didn't know what what else would work. When I saw my doctor, I told him about it, and he took me off it immediately, saying no good can come from that drug. Stacy C. Okay, first of all, that's some scary ass shit. Okay, there have been there have been times where I was wide awake and I was driving and it would be like like you're in a trance and you forget that you're driving. But to be complete but but you're also completely aware of it at the same time. You know what I mean? Like have you ever just driven down a road and you're like your mind is kind it just kind of wanders and then you're like, oh, shit, I'm driving. <laughs> but for her, it was a bit different because she wasn't even aware that she was driving, you know. And also, sometimes I cry for no reason, too. Shit, I don't know why. <laughs> I have no idea. But when I finish, I usually feel a lot better. Yeah. Also, I've heard that Ambien can cause sleepwalking. I remember uh, hearing about that in the news at some point. I think I was in, like, high school or something. But I, I, I believe it's actually a side effect that is printed on the side of the bottle at this point or, or on the package of Ambien. If they even sell Ambien anymore, I'm not even sure. But um, definitely, definitely, definitely take a look at the side effects of any sleep aid medica- medication that you take in the future or that you're taking now. Because perhaps you're sleepwalking, you're not aware of it. So it, it can be very dangerous. Let's, um, let's go ahead on to this next story. I was first caught sleepwalking at eight years old. When I was small, my mom would find me in the walk-in closet in the morning and I was buried among my dress-up clothes. The worst and most dangerous experience I had when I was 21. I was home alone and I woke up around 3 a.m. in a bath full of lukewarm water with a razor in my hand. I had shaved the bottom half of my left leg. Luckily, I hadn't cut myself. After a sleepwalk, I never remember what I dreamed about, but I think that night it was getting ready for a night out that I had planned. I woke up and started panicking and hyperventilating. It was pretty scary. 
The last time I sleepwalked was at 22. I got up and I went to sleep. I got up and I went to sleep under the kitchen table. I never took any medication for it as it was very infrequent and usually I had and usually I just pottered about my own bedroom. I used to freak out my first boyfriend when I sleepwalked. Eyes open, talking incoherently and wandering about the house. He told me I looked like a demonic possessed doll. I didn't appreciate that and we broke up a month or so later. On one occasion, my ex-boyfriend also found me rummaging through the freezer. Apparently, I was looking for chicken nuggets because the man in the yellow jumper really needed them and so did I. Don't just stand there. Help me find them, I exclaimed. The bizarre thing is, I'm a vegetarian. When I sleepwalked, those were my most dreamless nights, or at least I couldn't remember the dream. When I woke up, I would be quite disoriented and would be a bit tired during the day. The razor incident was terrifying, though, and I've, I could have died, and no one would have known until the next morning. Eleanor. So her sleepwalking started when she was a child. And it was not something that she really grew out of. It sounds like the last time she had it was in her 20s, at least at the time of uh, sharing that article. And I, I can totally understand how horrifying that would have been to wake up in the bathtub full of water with a razor in your hand. That is some terrifying shit. You're just wondering, how the fuck did I get here? You know, also, she could have drowned. You know, it's, it's, it's very terrifying. Not only could she have cut herself up, but she probably could have drowned. Goodness gracious. Also, please remember, people, there is never a good time where you can compare your, your girlfriend to a possessed demon. It's just, it's just not going to go well for you. <laughs> but I do wonder if she ever found those chicken nuggets. Probably not. She was a vegetarian. <laughs> All right, so this, this next one is quite interesting if you will. Um, and it reads, I have sexomnia. A few times I've woken up in the middle of the night going down on my partner. I first found out that I do this my senior year of college when my boyfriend at the time slept over. He texts me later in the day and apologized for not wanting to have sex in the middle of the night, which let me be honest with you. That's, that's strange. I thought, I thought most boys, most guys would just any time of the day, they're good. But then again, I don't have a penis. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> oh, my gosh. He texted me later in the day to apologize for not wanting to have sex in the middle of the night. And I had no idea what he was talking about. Sometimes I don't remember at all. Other times I become lucid only after I am going all out. It freaked my current boyfriend out at first, but he since embraced it. Now, y'all, of course he did. He's getting head in the middle of the night. What, who doesn't want that? I wouldn't mind it, especially if I knew who it was, you know, <laughs> just saying. <laughs> it goes on to say, I think he just got worried about what could potentially happen, like what I could do to him while I was asleep without any conscious knowledge. I've never attempted penetrative sex of any kind, so I think he's become more comfortable as a result of that and just knowing and trusting me too. I have also woken up to myself vigorously masturbating. I've noticed that vigorously. Well, I've noticed that 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 just threw me off. I didn't even read anymore. I noticed that has only happened when I'm asleep and neither my briefs or boxer briefs. 
I don't wear boxers and it doesn't really happen from any recollection uh, when I'm asleep naked. This is signed Bobby S.M. Uh, well, damn. Uh, I I can't help but wonder if Bobby was any good at sleepwalking fellatio. I mean, if <laughs> if you're unaware, how good could you be? I, I, I don't know. Or maybe if you're unaware, you're you're even better at it. I don't know how that works. <laughs> I am here to ask the important questions, and okay. And what does what does it mean to vigorously masturbate? Like that just sounds painful as fuck to me. I, I'm assuming that Bobby is a man, but I also I also wear boxer briefs sometimes. So I I don't know. But also there are some women there are women named Bobby too. So I, I don't I don't really know. <laughs> But I wonder what it is about Bobby's briefs or boxer briefs that turns them on so much. Again, I ask the hard-hitting questions here on this podcast, all right? It definitely sounds like if you are a sleepwalker, your spouse should be prepared and ready to accept you as you are, especially if you're going to aggressively masturbate next to them. That's just how I feel about that. (laughs) Holy shit. So this next story is uh, quite interesting and it reads stuffed and cooked a turkey woke up sitting at the kitchen table when it was almost done cooking. (laughs) My roommate woke up around 3 a.m. and I was basting it. He was pissed because it was his turkey and realized when he was talking to me that I was asleep. So he just stayed up and made sure I didn't burn the house down. Wow. Okay. Where to begin? Uh, I have to say, I, I am completely amazed that this person was able to cook and base an entire turkey. Now I've never prepared a turkey, but from what I understand, it takes a long time to make turkeys. If it was my roommate, I, I, <laughs> I would be uh, excited to have, you know, uh, amazing food in the morning. I'd be glad, but I, I'd also be terrified that the house would burn down, which I'm glad that he, that the roommate decided to sit down with him and make sure that, you know, he didn't burn the house down. That's good. But I, I, I can't help but wonder what the occasion was and why the roommate had a turkey in the first place. Uh, maybe it, it happened around Thanksgiving, but if it did, the turkey is the last thing that they need to worry about now because it's, it's taken care of. <laughs> Hopefully Thanksgiving was that day. That'd be great. <laughs> so this next story is um it involves ambien again so uh it kind of shows you how serious this uh, sleeping aid could be you know what i mean it reads i took ambien for the first time to help with my insomnia my ex found me eating a stick of butter in the middle of the night like a candy bar paper and all turns out i do a lot of gross sleep eating and it explained my sudden weight gain I ate jam by the handful, and I hate jam. I swallowed mayo right out of the jar. We also think I ate the used vegetable oil out of the recycling pan. I don't, yeah, I don't, <laughs> I don't use sleep aids anymore. Well, that makes sense. That, yeah, that's first of all, uh, gross. <laughs> and I would wake up pissed as fuck. If I would just wake up every morning realizing that I'm gaining weight, I'm already a fat bitch as it is. I don't need to be sleep eating to add on to the fatness that is me. Okay. But we got ourselves another Ambien story. So I hope you guys learned something from this podcast episode that Ambien 
could cause you to sleepwalk and gain weight, which is the worst of the two for me. Okay. First, and also swallowing mayo out of the jar is fucking disgusting. And there is no excuse for it at any time, even while sleepwalking. I, no, not in my house. <laughs> but, you know, for me, I'm a little biased because mayo is gross to me, especially by itself from that crusty looking ass jar. I, I honestly don't understand why people use as much mayo as they do. It sounds disgusting. It looks gross. I don't even like the smell. The texture was weird to me. And again, that yellow brown crusty shit at the top of the jar makes me want to fucking vomit. It does. I'm a mustard girl through and through. There are so many different flavors of mustard. I, honey mustard is clearly my favorite because I, like I like that sweet tangy shit. You know, you got uh, garlic mustard, raspberry mustard. There's so many things you can do with mustard. And yeah, there are a lot of things that you can do with mayo too. If there is mayo on my sandwich, it cannot be a lot and it cannot be just mayo. I got to have some other sauce or dressing on that bitch because I can't, I can't do it by, its, by itself. I won't do it by itself. I will. Oh, thank you for my sandwich. Listen, do you have any mustard that I can throw in here as well? Also, humans, mayo is not meant to be consumed by the gallons per, uh, per meal. Please slow that down. Okay. <laughs> Here's another story for you. And it reads, we were freshly married and living overseas. My husband hadn't much, had much, my husband hadn't had much sleep the night before, which usually enhances any sleepwalking. It was hot in our room. My husband mumbled something, which I didn't quite catch. I asked him to repeat it. He got up, opened the bedroom window and said, and pointed and said, airflow, bitch. <laughs> then he lay back down completely asleep. Now, my husband has never, not once ever called me a name or even raised his voice to me. So this was particularly hilarious. Also, this happened before Breaking Bad was a big thing. So maybe my husband is the original Jesse Pinkman. Except without all the meth and mayhem, of course. I <laughs> first, first, let me say that is hilarious as fuck. Airflow, bitch. Like from now on, that is how I will ask people to turn on a fan or open a window. Also, Breaking Bad is fucking awesome. <laughs> Airflow, bitch. <laughs> I cannot. Oh my God. That's. I like, I think that's my favorite story <laughs> that I came across so far. And there are a lot of sleepwalking stories. So if you guys really enjoy this one, please let me know on, uh, you know, on our, on our Twitter page or in our Facebook, <laughs> our Facebook group page, the professionally silly podcast group. Let me know. And, uh, we can do a part two. If you have any sleepwalking stories, please send them in to it's professionally silly at gmail.com. I, <laughs> Airflow, bitch. Uh, okay. I've, <laughs> I've never sleeped, walked, slept, walk. I don't know the, the past sense of that, but I, I don't think I've ever slept, walk before <laughs> or as far as I know, but sometimes I do talk in my sleep and when I'm super tired, that's when I tend to sleep, walk or sleep talk the most, excuse me. Now there have been times where my talking has actually woken me up from my sleep. I, 
I've also had a few farts like that too. Uh, whatever. Um, <laughs> I know I'm not the only one who has farted in their sleep and I woke them up like, what the fuck? Oh, oh God. <laughs> I do remember uh, vividly actually. I had, um, I graduated college and I was working as a flight attendant at this time and uh, I was on reserve. So that means I took all the flights that the singer mamas didn't want. Uh, that's what we call flight attendants who had been there a while. So flight attendants on reserve were similar to substitute teachers in a way. That's, that's what they're similar to. And, um, we got all the delayed flights and the pissed off customers or the super early or super late flights and the pissed off customers. And, uh, we didn't get to choose where we flew or when we flew. So that's something, you know, only singer mamas got to do. So I was, I was tired a lot. I would work 16 to 17 hour days and you, I worked about six days a week and only got one day that was off, you know, and I was on reserve, meaning I had to be always two hours from the airport on the days that I was, that I was working, which means whatever I'm doing, I got to drop it and get to the airport. Okay. So I was exhausted. Now, um, anyway, at this particular time I was dating this woman and she, she liked to talk on the phone until we both fell asleep. And at one point of the conversation, I just completely zoned out and I woke up screaming, Spider-Man just stole my wallet. And she, of course, was super confused and just laughed at me. <laughs> and that, that shit was so damn funny. I even woke up, um, because I, now leave me alone when I tell you all this. I, I even woke up once because I punched the wall that was next to my bed. I was dreaming that I was in combat with Jackie Chan. I sprained my wrist that night too, by the way. Um, <laughs> I don't remember if I was fighting alongside Jackie Chan or if me and Jackie Chan were fighting each other, but I fucked up my wrist. My wall was perfectly fine, <laughs> but my wrist was not so much. Um, something, And also something similar happened just last week. I don't, I don't remember very clearly, but whatever I said woke me up out of my sleep <laughs> now, I, I will admit, uh, there have been times where I wake up in the middle of the night and I just ate things from the refrigerator and then just went back to bed. And honestly, if it wasn't for the aftertaste of those items the next morning, I would not have known. Just wake up. What the, what the fuck did I put in my mouth? What was, what, what happened? <laughs> you know, I probably wouldn't have known. Uh, I've done that as a child and as an adult. So I don't know, maybe I do sleepwalk. I have no idea. I, I usually sleep alone, so I, I, I don't know if I sleepwalk. I really need to stop being single as fuck all the damn time so I can figure out if I sleepwalk. <laughs> I um also, I remember there were times when I would wake up in the morning and the shirts or the pants that I was wearing or even the socks that I was wearing had been taken off in the middle of the night and I don't remember doing that. You know, one thing is for sure. I, I don't sleep well when it's hot. I'm, I'm always, I, I just, I can't, it has to be cold or just room temperature or something like that. But when it's hot and especially hot and humid, I have a hard time sleeping. So I'm assuming those were nights where it was just too hard to sleep. And I probably woke up to fix that problem. <laughs> you know? So, I mean, I, I sleepwalk. I mean, I, okay. Apparently I sleepwalk. I may even sleep eat, I sleep talk, and apparently I get sleep naked. And 
<laughs> and I get into sleep fights. So it seems legit. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. But if there's anything that you can take from this podcast episode, it's, I, I don't know if I sleepwalk or not. Also, Spider-Man is a thieving bastard. <laughs> so professionally silly life rules I hope that you guys enjoyed this episode as much as I did researching it I had so much fun looking into this topic if you have any of your own sleepwalking stories that you want to share or sleepwalking stories of people you know that you want to share send them in the podcast email is it's professionally silly at gmail.com it's going to be down in the show notes uh, below there I, I do cover a lot of really interesting topics so please feel free to go ahead and send them in you can also leave me a message on the anchor app or my google voice number 805-664-1828 once again it's 805-664-1828 leave me a voice message or a text message and i'll put you on the podcast unless you say otherwise (laughs) okay i'm gonna go ahead and shout out women's health uh womenshealthmag.com theguardian.com uh, mayoclinic.org and menshealth.com uh, for the information we found about sleepwalking and also for the sleepwalking stories. Shout out to at Celia Spooky Poo for <laughs> inspiring this episode. Make sure you guys follow her on TikTok because she's adorable as fuck and so is her husband. I love them. Uh, if you go to the Facebook group page, the Professionally Silly Podcast group, you're able to see a couple of the videos that I posted on that page of, uh, of Selena, of Selena, uh, sleepwalking. It's, it's fucking funny. And you can follow her on TikTok for more of her hilarious sleepwalking videos. Guys, thank you so much for your support and coming back every week. And if this is your first time listening, I really hope that you decide to join me every Friday as we get professionally silly. Don't forget to support your girl by leaving reviews on whichever podcast directory that you're using, especially Apple Podcasts, if you've got that. They are like the podcast gods, okay? And if they like you on Apple Podcasts, then they're going to like you other places. And they'll, uh, there's a good chance that I'll be able to reach more people, which would be what? Fucking titties. I would love that. <laughs> I would love it. All right, guys, this week's PSC podcast shout out corner is a very amazing podcast called Strictly Stalking. Now, guys, I really, really, really like this, uh, this podcast because they are discussing, you know, stalking. This is something that many people don't think is a real crime. It's, it's very frustrating and stalking laws are different for each state. Now, no, I'm talking about for the U.S., of course. Uh, I, I'm, I'm assuming that the laws are different in other countries as well. Now, Strictly Stalking is a true crime podcast that starts before, uh, you know, the others at stalking. Now, each week, hosts Jamie and Jake, they dive into unique stalking cases, interviewing stalking survivors advocates and experts it's it's amazing what they do bringing the light to something that is usually ignored and not taken very seriously because stalking can grow into something much more dangerous okay so make sure you guys subscribe to strictly stalking and make sure you let them know that the professionally silly podcast sent you 
Now, I'm, I'm sure that, that none of our PSCs actually need shout-outs for my tiny-ass podcast, but because a lot of them are doing extraordinary well. But I love these podcasts, and I want to share them with you, and I think that you will enjoy them too. Hi, I'm Jake Deptula. I'm Jamie Beebe, and we are your hosts of Strictly Stalking. In each episode, we're going to bring you a new stalking case covering the ins and outs of each stalker, their victim, and their stories. Is he in the house with you? Uh-huh. Does he have any weapons? Yes. What is he? Ha- is it a gun? Uh-uh. A knife? Yeah. She hated me so much, she found my stepmother, friended her, and then was caught making a plan to attack me with my stepmother. He shows up to my gallery, and he's wearing a spacesuit. He looks at me, and he goes, you look like Jessica Rabbit and Lilu from The Fifth Element. And then he looks at me very intensely, and he goes, and I'm going to stalk you. We hear about the cops not really doing anything or not really caring about the crime of stalking. There's a lot of victim shaming for stalkers. The predator who had been stalking me for 44 years was starting to really interfere with my life and my freedom a lot more than he had been. One of those random messages on my DM. It was like, I'm coming and I'll see you on this date. I was like, I'm not responding to this. And then it was like a verification of a flight got sent. All of a sudden I hear a knock at the door. So I open the door and there's a six foot something gentleman standing in front of me with a backpack and he looks at me and he says, are you Aaron? I'm kind of panicked because this isn't Larry. He followed me to my workplace and he grabbed me, pushed me into the door and was like, unblock me, unblock me, why have you blocked me? I'm Jake Deptula. I'm Jamie Beebe. Strictly Stalking premieres on January 21st. Please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Once again, check out the podcast Strictly Stalking. The stories you will hear on that podcast will amaze you and, quite frankly, terrify the shit out of you. (laughs) If you enjoy listening to the Professionally Silly podcast and you want to help out, you can now support my silly content by making monthly donations, and this will be very helpful in making the Professionally Silly podcast even better and help us move the silly forward. You can make monthly contributions as low as 99 cents a month, $4.99 or $9.99 a month right here on the Anchor app. And if you have commitment issues or you don't have the Anchor app, there's always PayPal. PayPal me at www.paypal.me slash Amber Smiles Jones. And that information can be found down in the show notes. Please help me keep the silly flowing. You know what I'm saying? I need your help. I'll make you guys check out the show notes for my bonus information like my social media. I've got TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, and two YouTube channels, the Professionally Silly channel and the Paranormal Blacktivity channel. All of my personal and podcast social media information is in the show notes below. And don't forget that this podcast has a Instagram and a Twitter at It's Pro Silly. We also have a Facebook group page called the Professionally Silly Podcast Group. So share your opinions of my older and newer uh, episodes, post silly true crime and paranormal memes, and let's get silly and let's have some fun. Once again, I'm your audible boo thang, Amber Smiles Jones, and thank you so much for listening to the Professionally Silly Station here on Anchor FM, where I take my silliness seriously. Until next time, my loves, watch where you step. 
because there's pieces of shit everywhere. <laughs>